Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is located at Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. Now, I'm, I deeply apologize for being so late. It's been a very strange afternoon, so many things happening. Then, all of a sudden, right when we were starting our daily readings, the iPhone froze. This brand new iPhone froze. And we couldn't, couldn't shut it down, couldn't do anything to it. But then, Abai, that transcendental genius, went online and figured out how to bring it back to life. So here we are. Hare Krishna. We're going to start right in because it's very late. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatan Goswami glorifies the Bhagavatam in the most beautiful way. It goes like this. Sarva Shastra Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths. You are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kali Ditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the Son risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadhyate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Madsangin Madguru Mad Mahadana Manistadaga Mad Bhagya Mad Anandana Mostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu Sadhuta Dayin Adini Chochatakara Hanamunchagadachin Mam Premnarit Kantayokspura O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudivaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the 24th chapter of the 4th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam and the endless nectar of the prayers by Lord Shiva to Krishna are being uh, given to us we're starting with text 20, uh, 63, sorry. 
My dear Lord, You are the only Supreme Person, the cause of all causes. Before the creation of this material world, Your material energy remains in a dormant condition. When Your material energy is agitated, the three qualities, namely goodness, passion, and ignorance, act. And as a result, the total material energy, ego, egotism, ether, air, fire, water, earth, and all the various demigods and saintly persons becomes manifest. Thus the material world is created. Hmm. Purport. If the whole creation is one, <clears throat> that is, nothing but the Supreme Lord or Vishnu, then why do the expert transcendentalists make such categories as, as are found in the above verse? Why do learned and, ex and expert scholars distinguish between matter and spirit? In answer to these questions, Lord Shiva says that spirit and matter are not creations of various philosophers, but are manifested by Lord Vishnu, as described in this verse, Twam Eka Adyak Pudushak. Spiritual and material categories are made possible by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but actually there are no such distinctions for the living entities who are eternally engaged in the service of the Lord. There is only a material world for those who want to imitate the Lord and become enjoyers. Indeed, the material world is nothing but forgetfulness of the original Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Creator of everything. The distinction between matter and spirit is created by the sleeping energy of the Lord when the Lord wants to give some facility to those living entities who want to imitate the Lord in His enjoyment. It is only for them that this material world is created by the dormant energy of the Lord. For instance, sometimes children want to imitate their mother and cook in the kitchen. And at such a time, the mother supplies them with some toys so that the children can imitate her cooking. Similarly, when some of the living entities want to imitate the activities of the Lord, this cause material, cosmic manifestation, is created for them by the Lord. The material creation is therefore caused by the Lord through His material energy. It is by the glance of the Lord that the material energy is activated. At that time, the three material qualities are set into motion and the material energy is manifested first in the form of the mahatattva, then egotism, then ether, ether, then air, fire, water, and earth. After the creation, the living entities are impregnated in the cosmic manifestation and they emerge as Lord Brahma and the seven great rishis, then as different demigods. From the demigods come human beings 
animals, trees, birds, beasts, and everything else. The original cause, however, is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as verified herein, Twam Eka Adya Purusha. This is also confirmed in Brahma Sanghita 5.1, Ishwara Paramakrishna Satchit Ananda Vigraha Anadir Adir Govinda Sarva Karana Karanam. Those who are covered by the material energy cannot understand that the origin of everything is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. This is summarized in the Vedanta aphorism Janmad Yasya Yataha. Vedanta Sutra 112. Krishna also confirms in Bhagavad Gita 10.8 Ahang sarvasya prabhavo matak sarvam pravartate itimat vabhajante mam buddha bhava samanvitaha I am the source of all spiritual and material worlds. Everything emanates from me. The wise who know this perfectly engage in my devotional service and worship me with all their hearts. When Krishna says that he is the origin of everything, ahang sarvasya prabhavag, he means that he is the source of Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, the Purusha avatars, the material manifestation, and all the living entities within the material world. Actually, the word prabhava, prabhava, creation, only refers to this material world. Actually, the oh. Actually, the word prabhava, creation, only refers to this material world. For since the spiritual world is eternally existing, there is no question of creation. In the Chattushloki of Srimad Bhagavatam, the Lord says, Ahang evasam evagre. I was existing in the beginning before the creation. Bhagavatam 2.9.33 In the Vedas it is also said, Eko Narayana Asit. Before the creation, there was only Narayana. This is also confirmed by Shankaracharya. Narayana Pado Vyaktat. Narayana is transcendental to the creation. Gita Basha. Since all the activities of Narayana are spiritual, when Narayana said, let there be creation, that creation was all spiritual. The material only exists for those who have forgotten that Narayana is the original cause. 64. Text 64. My dear Lord, after creating by your own potencies, you enter within the creation in four kinds of forms. Being within the hearts of the living entities, you know them and know how they are enjoying their senses. The so-called happiness of this material creation is exactly like the bee's enjoyment of honey 
after it has been collected in the honeycomb. Purport. The material cosmic manifestation is an exhibition of the external energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But because dull matter cannot work independently, the Lord Himself enters within this material creation in the form of a partial expansion, paramatma, and He enters also by His separated parts and parcels, the living entities. In other words, both the living entities and the Supreme Personality of Godhead enter into the material creation just to make it active. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 7.5 Apadayami hastvanyam prakritiṃ vidime param jiva bhūtaṃ mahābhāho yayidam dāryate jagat Besides this inferior nature, O mighty-armed Arjuna, there is a superior energy of mind, which consists of all living entities who are struggling with the material nature and are sustaining the universe. Since the material world <clears throat> cannot work independently, the living entities enter into the material manifestation <clears throat> in four different types of bodies. The word chaturvidam is significant in this verse. There are four types of living entities born within this material world. Some are born by way of an embryo, jirayu ja, by way of eggs, anda ja, perspiration, sweda ja, and like the trees, by, by way of seeds, udbij ja. Regardless of how these living entities appear, they are all busy in the pursuit of sense enjoyment. The, material, the materialistic scientist's contention that living entities other than human beings have no soul is nullified herein. Whether they are born through an embryo, eggs, perspiration, or seeds, all living entities in the 8,400,000 species of life are parts and parcels of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and each, therefore, is an individual spiritual spark and soul. The Supreme Personality of Godhead also remains within the heart of the living entity regardless of whether the living entity is a man, animal, tree, germ, or microbe. The Lord resides in everyone's heart. And because all living entities who come to this material world do so in order to fulfill their desire for sense enjoyment, the Lord directs the living entities to enjoy their senses. Thus, the Paramatma, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, knows everyone's desires as stated in Bhagavad Gita 15.15 Sarvasyachaham ritisanavishto mataksmritir jnanam apavanam cha I am seated in everyone's heart and from me come remembrance, knowledge and forgetfulness. Remaining within the hearts of all living entities, 
the Lord bestows remembrance by which the living entities can enjoy certain things. Thus, the living entities create their enjoyable honeycombs and then enjoy them. The example of the bees is appropriate because when bees try to enjoy their honeycomb, they have to suffer the bites of other bees. Because bees bite one another when they enjoy honey, they are not exclusively enjoying the sweetness of the honey, for there is also suffering. In other words, the living entities are subjected to the pains and pleasures of material enjoyment, whereas the Supreme Personality of Godhead, knowing their plans for sense enjoyment, is aloof from them. In the Upanishads, the example is given of two birds sitting on a tree. One bird, the jiva, or living entity, is enjoying the fruits of that tree. And the other bird, Paramatma, is simply witnessing. In the Bhagavad Gita 13.23, the Supreme Personality of Godhead as Paramatma is described as Upadrashta, the overseer, and Anumanta, the permitter. Thus the Lord simply witnesses and gives the living entity sanction for sense enjoyment. It is the Paramatma also who gives the intelligence by which the bees can construct a hive, collect honey from various flowers, store it and enjoy it. Although the Paramatma is aloof from the living entities, he knows their intentions and he gives them facilities by which they can enjoy or suffer the results of their actions. Human society is exactly like a beehive for everyone is engaged in collecting honey from various flowers or collecting money from various sources and creating large empires for common enjoyment. However, after these empires are created, the bites of other nations have to be suffered. Sometimes nations declare war upon one another and the human beehives become sources of misery. Although human beings are creating their beehives in order to enjoy the sweetness of their senses, they are at the same time suffering from the bites of other persons or nations. The Supreme Personality of Godhead as Paramatma is simply witnessing all these activities. The conclusion is that both the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the Jivas enter into this material world. However, the Paramatma or Supreme Personality of Godhead is worshipable because he has arranged for the happiness of a living entity in the material world. Because it is the material world, however, no one can enjoy any kind of happiness without inebriety. Material enjoyment means inebriety, whereas spiritual enjoyment means pure enjoyment under the protection of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Text 65 My dear Lord, 
your absolute authority cannot be directly experienced, but one can guess by seeing the activities of the world that everything is being destroyed in due course of time. The force of time is very strong and everything is being destroyed by something else. Just as one animal is being eaten by another animal, time scatters everything exactly as the wind scatters clouds in the sky. Purport The process of destruction is going on according to the law of nature. Nothing within this material world can be permanent. Although scientists, philosophers, workers, and everyone else are trying to make things permanent. One foolish scientist recently declared that eventually life will be made permanent through science. Some so-called scientists are also trying to manufacture living entities within the laboratory. Thus, in one way or another, everyone is busy denying the existence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and rejecting the Supreme Authority of the Lord. However, the Lord is so powerful that He destroys everything in the form of death. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 10.34, Mrityu Sarvahadash Chaham I am all-devouring death. The Lord is just like death to the atheists, for He takes away everything they accumulate in the material world. Hiranyakashipu, the father of Prahlad, always denied the existence of the Lord, and he tried to kill his five-year-old boy due to the boy's unflinching faith in God. However, in due course of time, the Lord appeared as Nishingadev and killed Hiranyakashipu in the presence of his son. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 1.13.47, this killing process is natural. Jivo, jivasya, jivanam. One animal is food for another animal. A frog is eaten by a snake. A snake is eaten by a mongoose and the mongoose is eaten by another animal. In this way the process of destruction goes on by the supreme will of the Lord. Although we do not see the hand of the supreme Lord directly, we can feel the presence of that hand through the Lord's process of destruction. We can see the clouds scattered by the wind although we cannot see how this is being done because it is not possible to see the wind. Similarly, although we do not similarly, although we do not directly see the Supreme Personality of Godhead, we can see that He controls the process of destruction. The destructive process is going on fiercely under the control of the Lord but the atheists cannot see it. Text 66 
my dear Lord, all living entities within this material world are mad after planning for things. And they are always busy with the desire to do this or that. This is due to uncontrollable greed. The greed for material enjoyment is always existing in the living entity. But your Lordship is always alert. And in due course of time, you strike him just as a snake seizes a mouse and very easily swallows him. Purport. Everyone is greedy and everyone makes plans for material enjoyment. In his lust for material enjoyment, the living entity is described as a madman. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 3.27, Prakrite Kriyamanani Gunai Karmani Sarvashaha Ahankara Vimudatma Kartaham Itimanyate The bewildered spirit soul under the influence of the three modes of material nature thinks himself to be the doer of activities which are in actuality carried out by nature. Everything is enacted by the laws of nature and these laws are under the direction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The atheists or unintelligent men do not know this. They are busy making their own plans and big nations are busy expanding their empires. And yet we know that in due course of time many empires have come into existence and have been and been destroyed. Many aristocratic families were created by people in their extreme madness, but we can see that in the course of time those families and empires have all been destroyed. But still, the foolish atheists do not accept the supreme authority of the Lord. Such foolish people unnecessarily concoct their own duties without referring to the supreme authority of the Lord. The so-called political leaders are busy making plans to advance the material prosperity of their nation. But factually, these political leaders only want an exalted position for themselves. Due to their greed for material position, they falsely present themselves as leaders before the people and collect their votes, although they are completely under the grip of the laws of material nature. These are some of the faults of modern civilization. Without taking to God consciousness and accepting the authority of the Lord, the living entities become ultimately confused and frustrated in their plan-making attempts. Due to their unauthorized plans for economic development, the price of commodities is rising daily all over the world. So much so that it has become difficult for the poorer classes and they are suffering the consequences. And due to lack of God conscious, of Krishna consciousness, people are being fooled by so-called leaders and plan makers. Consequently, the sufferings of the people are increasing. According to the laws of nature, 
which are backed by the Lord, nothing can be permanent within this material world. Therefore, everyone should be allowed to take shelter of the Absolute in order to be saved. In this regard, Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 5.29, Bhuktaram Yagatabhasam Sarvaloka Maheshwaram Suridam Sarvabhutanam Yatva Mam Shantim Richjati. The sages, knowing me as the ultimate purpose of all sacrifices and austerities, the Supreme Lord of all planets and demigods, and the benefactor and well-wisher of all living entities, attains peace from the pangs of material existence. If one wants peace of mind and tranquility in society, he must accept the fact that the real enjoyer is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Lord is the proprietor of everything all over the universe and He is the Supreme Friend of all living entities as well. By understanding this, people can become happy and peaceful individually and collectively. Hmm. Text 67 My dear Lord, any learned person knows that unless he worships you, his entire life is spoiled. Knowing this, how could he give you a, how could he give up worshiping your lotus feet? Even our father and spiritual master, Lord Brahma, unhesitatingly worshiped you and the fourteen Manus followed in his footsteps. Purport. The word Pandita means a wise man. Who is actually a wise man? The wise man is described in Bhagavad Gita 7.19 in this way. Bahunam janmanamante jnanavam mam prapadyate vasudevak sarvamiti samahatma sadurlabaha after many births and deaths, he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. Thus, when a man actually becomes wise after many births and whimsical attempts at self-realization, he surrenders unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Such a Mahatma, or learned person, knows that Krishna, Vasudeva, is everything. Vasudevak Sarvamiti. Learned persons always think that life is wasted unless they worship Lord Krishna or become his devotee. Srila Rupa Goswami also says, that when one becomes an advanced devotee, he understands that he should be reserved and perseverant, chanti, and that he should engage in the service of the Lord and not waste time of yarta kalat huam. He should also be detached from all material attraction, virakti, 
and he should not long for any material respect in return for his activities. Mana Shunyata He should be certain that Krishna will bestow his mercy upon him. Asha Banda And he should always be very eager to serve the Lord faithfully. Samut Kanta The wise man is always eager to glorify the Lord by chanting and hearing Nama Gane Sada Ruchi and he is always eager to describe the transcendental qualities of the Lord Asaktis Tadgunakyane He should also be attracted to those places where the Lord had his pastimes Pritis Tadvisiti Stale These are symptoms of an advanced devotee an advanced devotee or perfect human being who is actually wise and learned cannot give up his service at the lotus feet of the Lord. Although Lord Brahma has a long lifespan, 4,320,000,000 years constitute 12 hours in the day of Brahma. Brahma is afraid of death and consequently engages in devotional service the Lord. Similarly, all the Manus who appear and disappear during the day of Brahma are also engaged in the Lord's devotional service. In Brahma's one day, fourteen Manus appear and disappear. The first Manu is consisting of the first Manu is Swayambhuvamanu. Each Manu lives for seventy-one Yugas each consisting of some 4,320,000 years. Although the Manus have such a long lifespan, they still prepare for the next life by engaging in the devotional service of the Lord. In this age, human beings only live for 60 or 80 years, and even this small lifespan is gradually decreasing. Therefore, it is even more imperative for human beings to take to the worship of the lotus feet of the Lord by constantly chanting the Hare Krishna mantra as rec recommended by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Trinadapi suni chena, todoripi suhishnuna, amanina manadena, kirtaniyak sadahari. When one is engaged in devotional service, he is often surrounded by envious people and often many enemies come to try to defeat him or stop him. This is not new in this present age for even in the days of yore, Prahlad Maharaj, who was engaged in the devotional service of your Lord, was harassed by his demoniac father, Hiranyakashipu. The atheists are always prepared to harass a devotee. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu suggested that one be very tolerant of these people. Nonetheless, one has to continue chanting the Hare Krishna mantra and preaching the chanting of this mantra because such preaching and chanting constitute the perfection of life. One should, one should chant Hare Krishna and preach 
about the urgency of making this life perfect in all respects. One should thus engage in the devotional service of the Lord and follow in the footsteps of previous acharyas, beginning with Lord Brahma and others. So that brings us almost to 8 o'clock. That's a good 40 minutes of reading. And we only read six verses because of these wonderful, marvelous purports of Srila Prabhupada. All right. So we'll stop there tonight and we'll start tomorrow night with text 68. In the meantime, we will patiently await the reflections from the devotees, from these very deep purports we just read. Hare Krishna. Vision is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi Ki Jai. She says, Jai Maharaj, you are here. All glories to your daily reading service, dear Maharaj. My humble obeisances to you and all assembled devotees. Jai Sri the Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, I'm so sorry I was late today. I was very late because our, our iPhones just froze, just completely froze. But Luckily, our common sense, Abhaya Das Brahmachari, the common sense of his, went on the internet and found out how to revive it. So here we are. Hare Krishna. This is from Anandamurti. Anandamurti Haribol. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's reading of Srila Prabhupada's books. I am so fortunate to hear these transcendental scripture from you every day. Thank you so much. Today I heard that only creation is for material world and it is the and it is only for the desire of the jiva to control the world. Mm. So the Lord is so kind to give us opportunity to fulfill our desire, but at the same time also give us the opportunity for going back to Godhead by showing the way of bhakti. Quote, In other words, the living entities are subjected to the pains and pleasures of material enjoyment, whereas the Supreme Personality of Godhead, knowing their plans for sense enjoyment, is aloof from them. Unquote. And Krishna is the Upadrashta, the overseer, and Anumanta, the permitter, mm. and he is always within us. Mm. So nice arrangement he has done already, but I was very lazy for searching out the truth so far. Mm. Krishna's arrangement is so great. Yesterday, one Bhagavad Gita, one Krishna book, two small books distributed. Om Tat Sat, your insignificant servant, Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Om Tat Sat, thanks a lot, Anandamurti, for your sterling example Hare Krishna and for those deep uh, reflections mining the gems that fill Srila Prabhupada's purports 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. There's something here from Subaraf. Yes, Subaraf. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and Hare glories Krishna, to Hare Shri Krishna, Hare glories to Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. Very detailed and deep purports on how Lord's plan prevails. Yes. One of the gems is, quote, uh, 424.67. In this age, human beings only live for 60 or 80 years, and even this small lifespan is gradually decreasing. Mm. Therefore, it is even more imperative for human beings to take to the worship of the lotus feet of the Lord mm. by constantly chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, Hare Krishna, as recommended by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. Daily readings, Ki Jai. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Actually, it's a good habit to chant Hare Krishna in your mind during the day when you're doing something that doesn't require your attention, your full attention. Sometimes we do things. We're moving from one place to another or we're doing something that just requires some mechanical you know, endeavor that doesn't require very much concentration. At those times, if you chant Hare Krishna in your mind, or even out loud. So the Hare Krishna mantra isn't just for chanting on your beads during your vow. It can be chanted all the time, all day. And that helps so much. Clutter, unclutters the mind. Keeps the mind a little peaceful, clear. The more we can chant Hare Krishna, the better. Hare Krishna. We might have lost some of them because we were so late. May have turned out very possible. Okay, so we'll we'll stop tonight. Uh, it's after eight o'clock, and even though it was a shorter reading, uh, again I apologize to everyone for being so late. It was a technical difficulty, it was circumstantial, there was nothing we could do. So, Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Samaveda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic, as Lord Shiva unfolds the scrolls of his prayers to Krishna that explain practically everything. See you tomorrow night, Hari Krishna.